Come on, Wilfred Bowie. <laughs> Score some goals for Swansea. This episode of the podcast, we go into part two of our 2021 Premier League season preview. We also take a look at the two big guns yet to play as Man City and Man United both start their Premier League campaigns this weekend. So sit back, relax, crack open a cold one. It's time for four manks, one toffee. He was getting, getting high praise from uh, plaudits in Spain. Well, I mean, yeah. Iago Aspas does well in Spain, but he came to England and was shit, so... Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember all the yeah. local fans of the pub raving about him when they signed him, Rich Norcross. I remember him coming to the bar saying he'd watch mm. him in pre-season friendly and talking about how class he was going to be, and then he was shite. <laughs> <laughs> two, two words. Diego Forlan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What a god amongst men. I love that bastard, yeah. mate. <laughs> what a player. I love that bastard, mate. I really do. Uh, yeah. it, 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 that goal, those goals against Liverpool, he just used to torment them. It's like <laughs> you say, it's like you say, you're like, I'm just going to put all my energy into this one game. <laughs> yeah. I, I, loved, I loved the fact that he couldn't get his shirt off either. Yeah. <laughs> Tried ripping his shirt off. Just couldn't because the underlining. Do you remember that old white shirt yeah. that had that black mm. underlining? And he just got trapped on it brilliantly. Even, even God the, the thought there was too much sass. <laughs> yeah. we, we have this to describe. Um, it's just it's just a little um, a little phrase that we uh, we made up a long time ago. Because if you if you remember Diego Farlan with his shirt off, yeah, he was ripped to fork. So that was the uh, the old running joke, you know. Someone that might not be blessed with the most perfect face, but they are beautiful from the chin down. They are a Diego Fallen. So I'm a Diego Fallen. Oh mate, you are prime Diego Fallen. <laughs> Diego Fallen. If he had a, if Diego Fallen had an card on FIFA, you would be the prime Diego Fallen. <laughs> from the chin down of Diego Fallen, and from the chin up, I'm 2005 Pez Frank Ribery. <laughs> PS1 Hagrid. Oh, I love PS1 Hagrid. Do you remember when I found that um that PS1 character that was basically just someone in a crowd and it looked like me? Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. I need to I find you, that. I knew you were that gonna say real. Too <laughs> too... Lee, I knew you were gonna say it. 2001 racing car spectator. Yeah. <laughs> Gran Turismo or something. No, actually, it was something like Colin McRae Rally or something like that. Right, what game but that we ended up going down a, a history trip of PS1 games. Um, what we're saying, who's going down? Bottom three. Leeds. <laughs> I wish there was four, to be honest. But... We, we, need, we need to record these sessions. Like, we, need to, we need to put out the video session of this so you can see the look on some of our faces sometimes. Um, yeah. I think we should, yeah. We will. Um, being serious, I, I think 
I think Fulham are going to struggle. I think Fulham are really going to struggle. Um, I think Brighton yeah. are finally going to succumb. And mm-hmm. if if I'm being honest, like it's a bit tight for the last spot. I do think though that it, if Filler would have clinched Wilson, it would have changed the script for me. But I, I think them losing out Callum Wilson is going to hurt them, and I'm not sure that Ollie Watkins is going to be the answer. So I'm going to say that Villa are going to be 18th, although I wouldn't be surprised if it was Leeds. But I'll, gi- I'll give Leeds the benefit of the doubt. I think you've got a little bit more quality than the three I've said before that. So I think they'll finish 17th, 16th or 17th. My three are Villa, Fulham and Brighton. Fair. Dale? Um, West Brom. For the reasons you given be, uh, before, they're just a bit of a yo-yo club. They're up, down, they're up, down, they're up, down. I think that'll continue. Uh, I think the squad looks a bit thin as well, to be honest. I don't think they've got the numbers. Um, Fulham. Um, they've only got one one player that's getting their goals, and that's Mitrovic. And if he gets injured, they're, they're bollocks. Or suspended for half a season, like he because he's yeah, going to get a, I mean, at least one yeah. red card. I mean, he got twenty six league goals, I think, last season for them. Yeah, you know, top for him. massive, massive contribution uh, to them. And um, like I say, if he gets suspended, lose them. I can't see. I don't think they've signed any other strikers. To be fair, so I can't see where if, if he's not on top form, I can't see where the other goals are coming from. Um, so there's two. And, I, I, I think Palace or West Ham one of them two uh, I, I might even I might even edge towards West Ham to be honest West Ham is yeah. shocking aren't I, I'm I'm very similar to you my three to I reckon are going to go down are Fulham West Brom and Palace I can't I, I think Palace's time's done um, yeah, oh, yeah. Whether whether they keep Zaha or not, I just don't. I mean, they're supposedly going to sign Mitsubishi again today for another season, another season on loan, and then Solos coming back. But I don't know if he's staying. I I just think they're finished. I I just think their time in the Prem is over. Um, the thing that keeps them up a lot of time is that crowd atmosphere. They're not going to have that for a long period of time this season. Um, I just don't see quality in that team anymore. Everyone that we praised. At the on the season review, like the Gary Cahill, it's another. They're another year older. Um, they're, they're losing that pace. I think. I think uh, Essay is a very good signing. I think he's a really good signing, and if they're going to stay up, I think he he will definitely help contribute to that. Um, but if it's not them, I'm flicking between Palace and Brighton. Like I, I think I'm definite on Fulham and West Brom. I think those two are just. I, I can't see anything from them, but for the third, it's either for me, Palace or Brian. Joshua? I agree with Fulham and West Brom. I just think they'll go straight back down. I don't think they've invested um, in players that can keep them up, to be honest. Still championship quality, straight back down. Hopefully to, uh, six points for Everton. And... Um, <laughs> And I would like to see Palace go down. I really would. They're one of the teams that we actually got a good result against last year. There weren't many of them. So, 
<laughs> I, I, would, I would like to see them go down. I'm, I can get, I'm getting really fed up with them now. I just, I look at the team. There's nobody that excites me. Even Zaha doesn't excite me anymore. I don't think he. Have you seen anything there. of that essay? Uh, yeah, I've seen him. Um, it was QPR, wasn't it? That they got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw the odd game of him. He looks like he's got flair. He was too good for that league. I think yeah. you know he, he could do well for a team in the Premier League at the bottom half. I don't think he's capable. He lo- of it looks like Zaha, doesn't it? It looks like yeah, another Zaha. He's just Zaha 2.0, and then maybe they got him in. I don't know if he plays the same position as Zaha. Is he the opposite wing? But I'm like, I've seen him flick on both wings. To be quite honest, yeah. If, if Zaha turns up um, with ambition and he's on the other wing, they've got two very dangerous attacking wingers there and it could yeah. work. But that's a big if with Zaha because I don't think he's been interested for at least 12 months. No. There's just not and enough if, goals if, in that team, though, is there? I mean, no. I think they're centre mid. He takes all their penalties. He's their top scorer the last three or four seasons. Milihovic, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they've, they've been nothing without him. Like, Ben Teke yeah. just hasn't shown up at all. Like, no. you look at, remember, remember Ben Teke when Aston Villa first came up? Yeah, How class he was. He was world class. Wilfred Boney 2.0. Come on, Wilfred Boney. <laughs> Score some goals for Swansea. Oh, <laughs> Lee, you off the, right. off the phone from Pizza Row yet? I, what is just Nicole? Just. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, my three to go down, I would probably put Fulham bottom. Um, I think that Palace were also in and around there, like the end of last year, end of this year. Will it be good enough to stay up? Maybe. Uh, if if they don't go down, they'll be 17. Um, other than that, I think that West Ham. Could be also on the brink. They they don't look in good shape at all, um, and I don't have much faith in the manager either. To be honest, uh, who else? Probably, I don't. I can't see West Brom doing well, so I think I put them nineteenth, if not Palace nineteenth, and then the third team. It's a tough one. I probably would stick with Palace. I'd probably say Fulham, West Brom and Palace go down for me. I just don't think that none of them look like the strengthening. Um, Palace, if anything, will sell Zaha. Um, I can't believe they haven't yet. Um, he deserves to be playing for a big team. They lost yeah, out on yeah. the chance of getting big money from us. Yeah. yeah. Now I think we're a bit more savvy in the transfer market, as shown. Um, I don't think that they'll ever get that sort of cash for him now. No, I, I don't, especially for news. I think with you signing Hamez, that just rules out Zaha completely for you. Yeah. And I don't think you need, I don't think you need him at this point because I feel like with the signings you've made, it's going to bring a change of system completely. I'm glad is, we didn't sign him. I'm really glad yeah. we didn't sign him. I thought he was like a Sissoko, but I mean, don't get me wrong, we we got a Wobi, so we saved we saved ourselves and then we fucked it up. But I'm glad we didn't sign him because I just I, I don't think he'd have added enough. For the money, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I agree is completely. He, is he now becoming possibly overrated now for the uh, for the money that was thrown about? I think so. 12, yeah. 24 yeah. months ago, to what you're seeing now, is is he now becoming that sort of player? Where, like, say, you should have really cashed in 
12, 18 months ago, and now you're probably not even going to get half, maybe a quarter of that, if, if you were to sell him now. I, I think, think you're right. I think he, I think he's priced himself out of the move completely. I think that, like you said, they could have got 80. I think they probably could have got 80 million for him last year, or even if they dropped it to 65, 70, because it was it, it was Arsenal, wasn't it? Arsenal wanted to buy him, and they ended, yeah. up, yeah. they ended up signing Pepe instead. I reckon, if, I reckon if they, yeah, I reckon if they'd have gone in with 65 million, they would have accepted it. You, you're not touching 40 million now. Like, and I think 40 million is a massive push. I think they're stubborn, though. I think they'd still expect him to go for at least 50 million, even based on his last 12 months of performances, which haven't really been great. I think Crystal Palace I, just. I think he needs to go abroad. Where's he, where's he going to do a job? Spain? I think Italy. Imagine him in Italy. I always said he would be perfect for Dortmund. Yeah, yeah. Dortmund, yeah. Yeah, he'd be, he would be a good replacement for Sancho. I always thought, he'd, you know, but I think they've they've shut up shop Dortmund. I think they're expecting to keep Sancho, aren't they? They've got Bellingham yeah, in, yeah. The, the Birmingham City legend who retired the shirt. And <laughs> I don't think they're going to do much. I mean, why did they need to? You see Haaland again. Oh, did you see his goal last night? Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, he is just different gravy, isn't he? He is absolute yeah. classy. Is to think we missed out on him. But right, you all you've all got very different opinions to me then. So you all think Brighton and Villa are staying up, which is fair enough. <laughs> Obviously, I'm I'm, just... I'm I'm on the borderline with Brighton. Like I'm definitely on my two of West Brom and Fulham, but my third is either Palace or Brighton for me. I think I think SA and if they keep Zaha, that might just be enough to keep um, Palace up. Yeah, might what, just be enough. What do we think about Burnley? Because they're in my mind. I'm not sure if they're strong enough anymore. I think they've had their day in the Premier League, and I think they're at risk. Didn't they finish eighth this season? No, I just think the same one. Was it? I can't remember. Double check. Well, that was. If it was, that was a very comfortable set. I mean, they were in, I don't think it was in any danger whatsoever of going no. down. No, because they were, I think like they, I said, they were looking at, they were looking at Europe at one point. Like, they were, yeah. at the start of lockdown, they were ready to, like, prepare for a Europa League charge. But to go back to they Palace. Finished te- they finished 10th, yeah. Finished 10th. To go back to Palace, before Palace lost, like, eight on the bounce at the end of the season, they were pushing for Europe. So we just go yeah. to show you, it's very precarious the Premier League. Like you can go one way or the other. Um, fifty-four yeah. points, Burnley. Yes, yeah, there's only eleven points difference between Palace and Burnley and Sheffield United. Which yeah. Is how, how, how many goals did they score in that in that in that losing run there, Chris? In Palaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I will put it this way: three or something. Palace all season. Two, three. Palace all season scored. 31. Hmm. And their on-loan striker scored 28 goals. (laughs) Norwich City was the only team that scored less than they did last season. Yeah. 26. Talking of goals, Golden Boot. Obviously, Jamie Vardy took it last season and well-deserved as well. Two late charges by Danny Ings and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. 
Um, is Vardy going to retain it? And he's going to no. be 34 by the end of the season. Bruno no. Fernandes. Ah? Hmm. Huh? All day, Bruno <laughs> Fernandes, mate. Not Bruno Fernandes, Bruno Penandes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not know that Donny van der Beek earned the most penalties in the, in the era division last season? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm reason season. We now, in all seriousness, I um, I'm fully expecting Werner. Ooh. I think I think Werner's going to come in and take the lead by storm. I really do. I think it yeah. will be a Bamiang. If Liverpool do well, then it will be Salah or Mane. Or if if United do well, it could be Martial. It's a very particular opinion, that Lee. You've really narrowed it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's dependent, though, in it. Like, who has a good but season? You've no only listed every Ings striker in the league. <laughs> if one was expecting well, Danny. it could be. <laughs> oh, no, it's a tough one, isn't really, it? Yeah, because yeah, you don't know. Like you said, no one, like Lee just said there, no one expected Danny Ings to go and bang 21 goals last season. No. He's not uh, And none of us could have predicted that. I don't think he'll do that again, but I think he'll have a good season. If he can stay fit again, and like Dale and Joshua both said, like, they're going to be, if they can retain what they've started back in the last season, like, there's no reason, especially with Che Adams next to him, who's going to be in his second season of the Prem, I'm expecting better things from him this season. Um, there's no reason why he can't get 20 again. No. If they play the way they do. I think Lee's hit the nail on the head as well with Liverpool. Like, but the problem with Liverpool yeah. is they're more of a collective item, aren't they? So Salah and Mane are going to score a lot of goals. But um, Lee, yeah. I, I noticed you only mentioned two of Liverpool's front three there, though. I mean, you know, Firmino. So stop. You, we've uh, got it. We've got a cough recording at some point. Let's not go there again. <laughs> you want me to um, explain my my reasoning behind that? So, <clears throat> great Sadio Mane um, is a winger. He scores lots of goals. Um, Salah is a winger and he scores lots of goals. Now, Firmino is a centre-forward, a striker. He wears the number nine (laughs) on his back. He plays at the front, in the middle of a front three, front three, and he doesn't score any goals. So, it was that deduction that made me think I could include him, but he doesn't actually score goals, so I think I might not include him in this in this conversation. That's how I got to that conclusion. Sky Sports Cheers, just rang, said, do you want to be the lead pundit next season? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on. Take me. All these fucking uh, job cuts with Matt Letissa not losing the job. Lee's in next. <laughs> They've already well. Hartson must have done a job. Is it? Is he ever on Sky Sports? He's definitely on like BT, and he. Oh, I love love John Hartson. <laughs> Guys, uh, I think John Hartson. I think I think I'm probably going to go with Aubameyang. I reckon. I think it's it's his season. Um, like we said about Arsenal, I think Arsenal are going to have a much better season this year. Um, that they're, they're building something now. I don't think I don't think they're going to crack top top four, but the playing we saw it. I mean, I know a few of you didn't watch the, the charity shield, um, but they're starting to play football. They've got an identity now, and I think Aubameyang. 
He needs to play central. I don't understand why he plays left wing still. No. I don't get it. You've got he's he's arguably the best striker in the league. And he plays left wing. That is mental. Mm. But I do agree with you on Timo Werner. I think it's between them two for me. I think Werner's gonna come in and he's gonna come in like a house on fire. The guy just lives for goals. So just on the Timo where does this Kai Havertz come into it? Oh, mate, don't get me started. Bearing, bearing, bearing mind, he was predominantly used as, what was he, a striker? False nine. Yeah, I was going to say he's not a striker. <laughs> they just spent 80 million or whatever it is on him. Was, was yeah. Werner, what, 45? Yeah. 50. I can't know. He's the reason Kai Havertz, even more so, that I think Werner's going to get golden boot. That's why I think so as well, because I, I think Kai Havertz will be the assister to him. I think the, the way that I've watched Havertz play, like I know what you're saying, Dale, and I know exactly what you're saying, where you they kind of contradict each other a bit. Yeah. Um, like you can't, Chelsea don't play two up front. They're not going to play both Werner and Havertz mm. up front, but Havertz is going to do that floating role. Um and if he's going to play, and Ziyech is going to play as well, like Ziyech is going to be the X factor for that team. Because the way, I, did anyone see his fucking debut against Brighton? Werner's yeah. first touch was a goal from an unreal pass from Ziyech. The guy has got some fucking vision on him. You mean the one where everyone was saying, what an assist by Hudson Adoy, and he literally tried yeah. to. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I just, yeah, I think, I think Werner is going to get all the service in the world this season. Um, I think you, with that shout of him being top scorer, is probably, it's a, it's a very good one. Um, and with the Bundesliga being so similar to the Premier League, it's not like he's got to adapt to the league so much. And that's why I think Kai's going to do so well as well, because yeah. in terms of physicality, those two are the two that are coming in already up for it like Ferran Torres who signed for City I worry about like players coming from the Spanish league it's a completely different level of physicality whereas Kai Havertz and Timo Werner have been dealing with big fucking German and Swiss centre-backs for the last two years like they know what they're going to be facing yeah I mean Tor- Torres fits Pep's style of play in their system doesn't it I mean the only reason why I don't think Chelsea are going to run away with the league this season is because they're still suspect at the back like they need another keeper. Yeah. If when we play Chelsea, for instance, I um I would back Chelsea to score a few against us. But do I back Greenwood, Martial, and Rashford to tear their back four apart? Yeah, all day. And, stands- and Bruno and Van der Beek, like That's they. I, I I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. I think, Whereas, I think I'm going to sit with Aubameyang. I think Aubameyang will probably take Golden Boot for me. It's the safe option, but yeah. I think yeah. I think he's the one. What are you saying then, Dale, Josh? What are you saying? Um, I think Aguero's always up there. Of course. Um... It just depends. I mean, I know I know he had a few niggly injuries towards the end, I think, of last season. Um, 
the right. Yeah, I mean, he could, he could probably still play half a season and still get twenty goals. That's the kind of player he is. You know, he'll He's get five. He'll get five. five. He'll get five against Newcastle or something. Sorry, Ian, but that's that's the way he does it. You know. Um, <laughs> but, you say sorry, Ian, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I, I think probably go with you twos either Bamiyang um, or Werner. But I'd, I'd probably go with Bamiyang just. But I think that possibly might be the top three. Yeah, uh, Aguero, Bamiyang, and uh, Werner. Josh is it funny? Is it funny that none of us have seen Kane yet? Well, uh, thanks for plugging me there. (laughs) I was going to say, I'd like to see a return to form from Sergio Aguero because the guy, I feel like he deserves it. He seemed to, like, last 12 months, he just seemed to have such a rough time. And he's such an unbelievable striker. He's blessed us with so many outstanding performances in his position. And he's adapted to Pep's tactics and style of play so often, you know, when it's not suited him. So I, I, I really do like him and I just hope that he can sort of bounce back this year. And I mean, last year, I think he still finished up with a, like a, a pretty decent bounty of goals, even after having, you know, a bit of a rough time of injuries. So I would like to see him bounce back and, and at least push for the golden boot. Uh, I'd like to see Harry Kane do it because he's English. And it's nice to see English strikers doing well. That's why it was nice to see Danny Ings come up last year and surprise us all. I think Raheem Sterling will be there again, especially if City are making a push. I actually think, I didn't touch on this earlier, but I think that this will be Pep's final season in the Premier League. I'm not sure if we've mentioned before, but I think if you can't do it this year, you'll probably be off. So I think he'll be expecting an awful lot out of that team and he'll really be pushing them to win that title. So I'm expecting mm. Sterling to do big things, whether it's scoring goals or assisting for Aguero. I, I still think he'll bag a lot. But I agree with you boys mainly. You know, they, uh, you can't write Aubameyang off. So I think Aubameyang will take it. But those three that I mentioned there, Sterling, Aguero and Kane, I'd like to see those mix it up with him a little bit and push him. Everyone thinks Aguero had a poor season last season. Just looked up 23 goals in 32 games. Yeah, he had, Aguero, uh, yeah. Aguero doesn't, doesn't have poor seasons, does he? He just we notice him missing because of his injuries, but he doesn't have, like Dale said, um, he can be missing for a third of it and he'll still bang 20 goals comfortably. Well, that's it. Just just what Chris said, Dale, 16 of those were league goals in 24 games. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You know, yeah. It, Obama Yang Vardy, they played like 30, 35 games, you know. He's, he's playing 10, 12 games less. He's unreal. You know, he's, still, he's still racking up nearly 20 goals in the league. And the yeah, problem yeah with Kane, saying that. The problem with Kane is he doesn't get going until like November. Mm. And yeah. Really last season was his first season where he scored in September, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's a well-known fact with Kane, and I, I just don't think at the top level, if you want to be considered as a top striker, that is not acceptable. For, for it to be a well-known fact that you don't get, oh, you know, it's Kane, he doesn't get going for, for a couple of months. Well, no, fuck off. Like, I want you to hit the ground running in August. I want you banging in the goals all throughout the season. Yeah. 
what do you mean? You don't know. Oh, it's Kane. He doesn't get going until fucking November, December. Like, that, that is not good enough for me. If Rashford come into the team, if any of our front three, Rashford, Martial or Bleeding, Greenwood, didn't score a goal until December, you'd be calling for him to be dropped. So why is it acceptable at another club for, for a supposedly world-class striker? And I do, I do don't yeah. get me wrong, I rate Kane. I really do. I think, I think he's one of the best. He's certainly the best number nine in the world for me, apart from Lewandowski, who's just been outstanding this season. Yeah. But that, I mean, he's got to, he's got to be doing better there. Is that a fitness thing, or what's going on there? I just wait. It's, it's, it's a strange one, isn't it? I wonder if it's going to be different this season with Mourinho in charge straight from the off. Like he might be demanding of him. And it can't be an excuse of no service either because he's playing as to Hyunmin Son, who is, in my opinion, one of the most underrated players in the whole league. That's brilliant. Like, we, we, he's so good and he, he rarely gets spoken about in terms of, like, the top-tier players. Um, and then, Lee, you said about Steven Bergvine a few episodes ago. Like, mm. I'm fully expecting him to kick on this season and really, yes. like, come into his own. Uh, watch him against uh, Italy and I can't remember the team they played the other day, but he looks he looks dangerous. Like he looks like a top player. But yeah, it must it's got to be a mental thing or a fitness thing. It's one of the two, surely, because someone as good as Kane can't be fucking not scoring goals for a month and a half at the start of the season. Yeah. Just um, just one more on the. He won't necessarily win. I don't think he win the gold. You know, top scorer. Um, but as a surprise, like we had, say, Danny Ings last season with his with his twenty goals, if he doesn't get suspended and if he stays fit, mm-hmm. Mitrovic for Fulham, yeah, essentially, I could could, see that. you know, he could have he could have half a decent season. I could see that. Yeah, I think he's got. I think he's got a lot to. He's another one that's got a lot to prove this season. Yeah, he's I been mean, in the he's been in the Premier League a few times and he's not really caught it. And then coming off twenty was it twenty six goals you said earlier? Yeah, twenty six goals. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got. I think he's got something to prove this season. That's a good shout. That. Yeah, I mean, I think. I think. <laughs> I think. Well, you, you look at um, is it Timo uh, Puki for Norwich last season. He had a whirlwind five ten mm. games. Obviously, couldn't keep, couldn't carry it on. Um, but on the fantasy football. I had him for those first five, ten weeks. So, <laughs> you know, Same definitely, I've, I've definitely, definitely got Mitrovic in there this time around. Yeah. I? So, speaking of, speaking of fantasy football, if you all want a, uh, a sneaky tip, Aubameyang is a midfielder this year, boys. Yes. Oh, yes. fucking wild. Wow. Danny is Honestly, they have. The strikers, they're classic midfielders. I think there's about seven midfielders in the whole fucking Rash- thing to select from. Rashford, yeah. Rashford's a midfielder this year. Yep. You've done it on purpose to try and get people to spend more money in midfield, haven't yeah. they? Rash- Rash- Rashford and Greenwood are midfielders this year. It's mad. Moving on, boys. Anyway, let's... Um, Let's obviously discuss, because of uh, both ours and Man City's European exploits this season, we will be playing one game late than everyone else. So our first games were obviously postponed. So by the time this comes out, it will obviously be after the first round of fixtures. 
City have got Wolves away. United are playing Palace. How do we see those two games going? I mean, you'd expect six points coming to Manchester, really, wouldn't you? Yeah. But it's all it's the fitness is going to be huge. I think. Um, I know it's only one game, but one game can genuinely make a difference, um, especially when we've had no preseason whatsoever. I mean, have we got as United? We've got no games, have we? We're not no. playing anything at all. No. So. Palace, for as much as we slated them tonight, and we reckon the most of us reckon they might go down next season. Is it away or is it home? Um, Old Trafford. Home. Oh no, we'll pace them then. Fucking three 0 United. Mm-hmm. Oh, Palace. Well, they did us. They did us at home last season, didn't they? Yeah, it don't matter. It don't matter. Wolves did. <laughs> They're Wolves worse did now. We're better now. So. Yeah. Wolves did yeah. City as well last season. I think that's the more. That's, if there's going to be a shock result, that's going to be the one where I think there might be one. Because Wolves, yeah. they they are they're resolute, aren't they? They're, they're horrible yeah. to play against. I mean, oh, oh, don't get me wrong. I fully expect I fully expect City and United to win those, but I'm just throwing out obviously last season's sort of yeah, results, yeah. and you know they they can't be obviously as straightforward as we <laughs> as obviously. <laughs> about, They'll be know. both defining games, even though if, as stupid as it sounds. It'll be a defining game for both clubs at the, right at the start of the season because if City lose their first game of the season and Liverpool win, then that's three points behind already. Like the th- the thing is, they have to go- get off to a good start, City. Otherwise, the confidence will go, and then you could end up seeing the manager leaving halfway through the season if they don't get a good start. Same with United. Like if we don't get off to a good start, then that's basically the season over and done with already. Like, I'm not saying I don't mean like after the first game, I mean after the first like up to Christmas, maybe. But it's so important that we get a win. Like last season, I know it can change a lot. We beat Chelsea 4 0 first game of the season, but that set the tempo then for, for what we expect to come for the rest of the games. And after the summer, if we do sign Sancho, we do sign Reguilon. I was just reading a minute ago that we've been offered um, Alex Tellez as well now, apparently. I don't know no! why everyone's I don't know why everyone's offering us fullbacks, but um, yeah, so I, I'd prefer us to go for a Regulon, obviously. Um, but if we do get him and we do get Sancho, then. Wait, sorry, did you say Alex Tellers or Sandro then? Alex Tellers. Oh, mate, get, I, that's what I was arguing on TalkSport earlier. They're saying Tellers is no better than Luke Shaw. Are you fucking dumb? You've never watched football. <laughs> I thought he's just... the reason why I reacted then because I thought you said Alexandro because I know you oh, no, no. get rid of Alexandro but no yeah Tellez or Regulon definitely but one of the two to, to the point you're making there after 24 games United were dead and buried last season mate true but I'm talking about from the perspective of the manager as well yeah if we don't get a good start he's gone Christmas uh, especially if we do spend the money on uh, Sancho and to be honest with you right so we I think that we were we probably put out one of the most ridiculous transfer rumours of the summer so far with the smoke coming out of Old Trafford right yeah. I think I might have seen one that's topped it about Sancho people are now screenshotting the fact that Manchester United's share price has gone up quite a lot over the past day and they're now saying oh well United's share price went up loads when we signed Pogba as well must mean we're signing, and apparently Dortmund's share price has gone up as well. So, 
Now, the thing is, people, what people are saying is, oh, the board must know, the board must know, the share price gone up, the bought loads of shares. No, that would be called insider trading. <laughs> you, can't, you can't, the board can't be privy to a piece of information. The shareholders can't be privy to a piece of information that, that will increase the price of, the, of the, the share price. So they won't know until it happens. Um, also, it's not allowed, it's legal. Also, to combat what you just said there, yeah, you just said that our share price has gone up, so they're saying Sancho's coming, but Dortmund's, yeah. Dortmund's share price has also gone up. Who the yeah. fuck is buying shares in Dortmund? They well, because they're about to receive £105 million, pounds, that's why, £110 million. Pounds. Doesn't matter, Sancho's leaving. Yeah, but he's, they've got a big cash influx. I like it's like I'd getting investment. more performances on the pitch. I mean, if you if you lose your best player, then then surely your your value as a whole is going to take a hit. No, so it's based off share share value in it. So if if a, if a company, for example, forget football, if a company was to get a big influx of cash into it, like an investment, especially of hundred hundred odd million the share price is going to go up because they're more attractive investment because you're more likely to make your money back because there's been an investment into the club through a sale or whatever, an acquisition. United has gone up because of the asset that they're buying and Dortmund's is going up because of the, the money they're receiving. Here's a better question. If Sancho, if that comes, is true. If Sancho comes, yeah, do we beat Palace 5-0 or 9-0? <laughs> I was about to say thank, thank you for taking that back to football because you lost yeah. me completely <laughs> we, were, we were literally going Wolf of Wall Street there me and Lee were about to go I think Palace is, is a great first game for us to be kicking off the season on because of what you said before Danny like the, the fact that we've not got any fixtures it's not really a normal pre-season is it I think Wolves is a is a massive banana skin for City, mate. I doubt it's a well. Who was our our first game was supposed to be Burnley, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm so much fucking like happier with Palace first rather than Burnley, because Burnley is just a rough game first game of the season. That yeah, yeah, like a really boring one nil, like really really struggle to grind out three points. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you're looking at past Palace. Who have your boys got? Tottenham away. So you'll play to, yeah, by the time this comes out, you'll have played them. You'll have got three points because James is going to score. Uh, who's your second game? Do you remember? No, I can't actually. No, I just, I'm, I'm just gearing for this first one against Spurs. I was hoping we'd get it out of the way because this was, this was obviously when they were announced, I was thinking, oh, well, we've not signed anyone yet, so we're going to get absolutely pasted. But now we've got a couple of years. It makes it a bit more exciting. Everton have got uh, Lee's second club, West Brom at home. <laughs> you know what, I though? That, we'll probably make a fucking shit show of that. They're the sorts of games where we always make it hard for ourselves. Like That could be West Brom's first win of the season, that. Oh, God. Are you it's telling me that? West only win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me that we'll James Rodriguez isn't going to channel his inner Chris Brunt and just have an absolute masterclass on that day? Now Brunt's going to mark him out of the game, mate. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> is, Chris, is Chris Brunt still playing? Probably. He has to be. He's played for them since they were incepted in the 1800s, I mean. Thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast. To support us, please follow us on social media by searching for at 4 one on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. 
You can also subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast stations, including Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts and Anchor, as well as YouTube. Just search for Four Manx, One Toffee. Thanks from myself, Lee, Danny, Dale and Josh, and we'll catch you next time.